You've been lied to, but you don't know how. You've searched, you've struggled, you've cried out. You want the truth, but where is it? You've wandered, you've fought, you've strived, and you have not been satisfied. What is truth? Where is truth? Who is truth? The kingdom of God. Mind control. The last days. Higher dimensions. Unity. The power of faith. Discovering the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. God has promised that he will hide us under his feathers and under his wings we will trust. His truth shall be our shield and our buckler. Discovering the Truth with Dan Devon is the premier program that is designed to center you on the kingdom of God, to equip you with faith in Jesus Christ, and to unveil the truth behind the lies. This program is designed to show you how to become more than you have ever imagined through the power of truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And now, prepare for your host, Dan Duvall. listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. This program is designed to center you on the kingdom of God, to equip you with faith in Jesus Christ, and to unveil the truth behind the lies. This program is a production of Bride Ministries, and you can find us at www.bridemovement.com and our other website at www.thefireplacechurch.org. Now, at the fireplacechurch.org website, we are basically housing all of our archives and produced services that we did for a little over a year in that initial format. We have now officially switched over and transitioned to the Fireplace Church webinar style, which means that if you aren't there, you are square because we're not recording them and they won't be available in archives. So we have plenty of archives of our old stuff, but if you want to be hanging out with us, getting the you know fresh revelation week after week, in a live setting, um, large group style, then you're going to have to sign up for that. And how do you be part of the Fireplace Church webinar style that we are doing right now? Well, you just go to bridemovement.com under classes and events and sign up. It's a free sign up for the Fireplace Church Live. You just put your email in there and then you will get an invite from WebEx at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday evening to participate in our large group where we have live dialogue. And if you've been to any of our conferences, you know that it's really an awesome life-giving experience when there's more than just a production going on. People are actually able to engage and ask questions, contribute to what's being talked about. And so that's the kind of format we're moving to. I want to invite you to hang out with us. Show up, be there, send us your email and uh, get an invitation. I 
Um, do try to put a link up, a direct link to WebEx on my Facebook page on Sunday evenings as well so that people that you know haven't registered their email at our website, brightmovement.com, can still get in. But I want to encourage you to just get on our list with that free sign-up. Now, we are doing our Sheep Nations and the End of the Age Part 2 conference, August 18th through the 20th. That's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I just recently finished the manual for that um, weekend conference. It's going to be um, six extensive sessions. So we're going to go really, really deep. Um, we're going to cover so much material. It, 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 and I, I really am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to those of you that are going to be able to join us. You know, we're going to be getting into subjects like the mark of the beast, transhumanism, posthumanism, the world at the end of the age. We're, we're going to be getting into uh, the resurrection of the dead and all kinds of prophetic events, the wedding supper of the Lamb. This, I mean, it's, it's going to be really, really packed with a lot of dialogue uh, spent through a lot of subject matter on the last days. And, and, and if that interests you, if that pricks your curiosity, if you are asking, you know, well, what is... Dan Duvall think about all these things, you know, I, I invite you to come. Well, one of the cool things about this particular conference is that, you know, my, my whole approach is not as dogmatic as say, you know, I am on some of the stuff that's been really like tried, tested and proven in the realm of spiritual warfare. I have my opinions like every other Bible teacher out there. And I know some are right, some may be wrong. And um, so, so we're actually encouraging dialogue and other points of view at times. And we, we had a great time with the first conference. And I, I, I really want to invite you to be part of the second one. Now, I'm also going to be at a uh, meeting this weekend in Fort Worth. That's right, Fort Worth. So if you're in the Texas area and you want to see me live, then you can come August 4th and 5th to Vision Church, 4024 Dakota Trail, Fort Worth, Texas, 76135. Now, there is no daycare, but if you um, are in the area and you want to make it out, I, I would love to meet you. Uh, we're going to have a meeting there at 7 p.m. on Friday night. Then on Saturday, we're going to be meeting at 11 a.m., 2 p.m., and 7 p.m., and I won't be there alone. Timothy Benz, a minister extraordinaire, is also going to be at the conference as well. So um, if you would like to see the live stream, uh, it's going to be live streamed on the Filled with Light Beings page on Facebook. But I'll be copying the live stream over to my Facebook page so you can watch the live streams that happen. And those will be only for the evening sessions. Now, with that said, uh, we're, we're going to get into the program after I just remind you guys you are blessing us and, and you know I'm so grateful I think I'm almost at the point where I'm going to be able to uh, pull the trigger and bring a business manager person on board to help me so that I'm not so you know overloaded and and and, and stuff and um, also so that I'm positioned to actually expand into other territory that we're looking at taking and uh, growing into. You know, when you have no s official staff, 
you're just limited. You, you can't even take on new projects because there's no way to manage them um, due to time limitations and restraints. But the more people that are on board, the more you're able to actually flesh out and do. And so we're, we're looking at really gearing up for some cool things. And now we're brainstorming in, in a very, very real way the establishment of the DID Coaching School as a like real thing, like its own branding, its own website, its own de- deliverance mechanism. I mean, we're, we're going to do it and we're to do it right and so you know supporting bride ministries you are supporting the development of that project you are supporting survivors that we are underwriting we're footing the bill folks you are paying for broken people that cannot afford help to get help from coaches we have affiliated with also some are working with me personally um and you are um helping us to continue to do things like this podcast the Fireplace Church. I'm telling you, uh, if you want to contribute financially, just go to bridemovement.com or thefireplacechurch.org. There's a donate button. You can also um, write us a letter to our P.O. box. It's on our website under the donate information. I'm done. We're going to get to the program. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. truth with Dan Duvall and I have my good friend Casey back on the program to continue storytelling. Now guys, in our first program, we talked about some wild radical stories and we have some more because this is the thing. God is actually really powerful and he does really, really cool things. And if we are determined to divorce ourselves from the power and glory of Jesus Christ and and buy into stale, uh, boring Christianity, God will let us. Conversely, if we press in, God will show us the extent of his glory. And it's exciting. And, you know, Casey is a client of mine who contacted me, reached out to do some work and um, secure some breakthroughs in her life. And as we began to work together, there's a lot of things that we were able to unravel. If you haven't heard the first part of her story, I want to invite you to go into our archives. You can find them at bridemovement.com or just go to our YouTube page or any of our um, podcast pages on Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, iHeartRadio. I mean, we're all over. And find it and listen. But, you know... I'm really excited. I really appreciate your bravery and boldness, Casey, getting up on my program, talking about what the Lord has done. Welcome back to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. Thank you, Daniel, for having me back once again. And um, yes, this is going to be a fun episode tonight. Okay, Casey. So in the, in the first um, program that we did together, you know, we, we were talking about some you know, lightweight subjects, Orion, angels, uh, <laughs> you know, 
Where do you want to start storytelling today? What has the Lord done? Well, let's start with um, our session when you started out with prayer. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like everyone. You know, I just have to say this before you get started. It's, It's so much fun. Those that know me have a joke. They say, you know, every great story starts with, well, I was in session this one time. And then, (laughs) you know, but anyway, okay. So over to you. We started with prayer and then we got into a session. Absolutely. Daniel always starts in prayer. Thank goodness. So I uh, then told Daniel that I wanted to focus in on inner healing for that time. And uh, I told Daniel that I uh, used his freedom from reptilian bloodline prayer for self-deliverance and also um, from the bloodlines that were identified from the previous coaching. Now, what I like to say is that Daniel's prayers can be used for self-deliverance and they're very, very powerful. It's not like you have to wait until you have a coaching session with Daniel. You can actually utilize those prayers on your own and you will find tremendous results that come from the use of the prayers. So um, Daniel asked uh, which one uh, of the bloodlines gave me the most resistance. And I said the Rothschild's bloodline. Now of all people, I never, I never in my wildest dreams think that, uh, that the Rothschild's bloodline had something to do with me. So I was very surprised when, when that happened. So I told Daniel that I wanted to focus in on total restoration of my mind to the condition when God my Father created me before I was actually sent to the earth. I'm in for total restoration. And something Jesus asked, um, and that was, he said, would you be made whole? And my answer to that question is yes, I would be made whole. So. That is my conquest, is for me to be made whole. And so I I told Daniel about my concern about getting rid of the threefold cord of being out of time with God, my father, my father's plan for my life, and to be in sync with my husband. And then I just had a lack. I had a big lack in the confidence of of, um, a confidence in God and also being obedient to him. I lack those qualities and I want to, you know, I wanted to have those reestablished in me. So I perceived that my concerns were influenced by some sort of programming to prevent me to live out my life other than what was planned for me by my heavenly father. So Daniel led me through prayers to individually address the threefold cord concern mentioned above by breaking covenants and oaths and agreements to them. And this threefold cord ended up being one threefold cords with two outer threefold cords. Now, if you can imagine that Satan tries to mimic, of course, God the Father and the principles of of God and the principles of heaven. So what he tried to do is that he tried to 
ingrain this iniquity in me by using three threefold chords. So you had the inner threefold chords, and then on top of the first inner threefold chord was the second threefold chord on top of that, and then the third threefold chord out on on at the end or or actually encasing everything in. And so, you know, it, it, it was a, the, he thought that he was going to fortify this, this threefold core thing. But as usual, he's wrong. So let me just pause here um, because what you explained is quite a mouthful to, to take in. So folks, I, I, I just want to point out, you know, some people have had a lot of prayers prayed over them. They've had a lot of prayers prayed by them on an issue or two or whatever. And it seems like they just can't get a breakthrough. Whatever they try is just an impasse. It's the same issue repeatedly showing up in their lives. And it's like, God, do you care about me? God, do you even love me? God, do you hear my prayer? And they find that there's just a huge degree of frustration. And... Um, I know that this is the case because I have a lot of people reporting this to me. The thing is, some of the bondages or the issues that people have in their lives are what I would call heavily reinforced. In other words, just like you can reinforce something in the natural, like let's say you want to build up a barrier on a road. You can put a sandbag down. You could put a cement wall down and a sandbag wall behind it. Or you could put a cement wall down that's infused with, you know, um, industrial steel and a bag of wall of sandbags behind that. And then another, you know, uh, concrete wall infused with uh, construction grade steel. You know, so you're reinforcing the roadblock so, so that with every level of reinforcement, it's going to take a much larger object traveling with a much greater degree of velocity to break through it. And they do this in the spirit. And what is describing is what her reinforced bondage looked like in the spirit. Because we're not looking at chords in the natural. There's no chords. We're on a computer. We're talking, having a Skype chat. The Lord's revealing this in the spirit. And for some of you, this is going to be a window into why you're blocked. Anyway. Absolutely, Daniel. Um, uh, the, that it does explain why you can go through multiple, multiple deliverances and it seems like something is still there, just has not broken. And um, it is because in the spirit, you can be bound by so many different ways and things. And, and in this case, it was a use of three, four chords. So Daniel and I established that I would be in God's timing for the plans that he has for me and that I would be in sync with my husband and that I would receive truth and obey God, my father, with ease. And um, we also canceled the power of those programs. So I requested to be delivered from what I perceive to be some type of programming that stated that I was dumb, that I was on the short bus, that I was retarded, 
I never be on time for appointments, etc. And these programs were falsely sealed, believe it or not, with a false blood of Jesus. So if you can imagine that every everything Satan does is like the eggs. It, 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 it's he mimics and he copies everything, even down to the blood of Jesus. So I told Daniel uh, that I heard programming. Well, let, let me back up there. When when we uh, <laughs> covered, or when we actually broke this false blood of Jesus, Daniel's expression <laughs> was one of horror. It's like he couldn't believe, well, goodness gracious, what else could it be? Fake blood of Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> yep, so I just wanted to bring that out. So uh, I told Daniel that uh, I heard the programming music can one I, morning. Can, can I just, yeah. okay, so okay, yes, yeah. let me tell you something about fake. Fakes, fraudulent, counterfeit stuff that the kingdom of darkness has concocted include, but are not limited to, fake Jesuses, fake father, fake Holy Ghost, fake angels, Fake Daniels, <laughs> uh, because they have a Daniel costume that they have used in the spirit to harass people. Um, they have fake bread of life, fake living water, uh, fake blood of Jesus. As a matter of fact, if God has it, the kingdom of darkness has some kind of concoction that shows up in the spirit realm. That's a fake version. Because Satan is so uncreative, he is just jealous and envious of the Most High God. And so, you know, it's ridiculous that some of this stuff seems on the front end, maybe because you haven't been exposed to the spiritual warfare side, of, you know, looking into spirit, seeing into spirit, getting the uh, facts of what's really going on behind the scenes. Um, you know, I I'm telling you that this is as real as it gets. Anyway, so... We had the fake blood of Jesus. Go ahead, Casey. <laughs> I mean, they they know no limits to go to the into the the cesspool of of conjuring up all kind of fake things of the kingdom of heaven. It's it's ridiculous. So uh, so I told Daniel that uh, I heard. Uh, one morning when I woke up, I actually heard some programming music. And uh, what I heard is that I heard singing, a singing of a nursery rhyme. And these were adult male and female voices that I heard, but they were out of tune. And they were singing children's songs. So I immediately recognized it to be a program. So Daniel mentioned to me that it was a reprogram. So uh, we had to break that program and remove the false blood of Jesus as a seal on that program. So um, I took a while for the false blood. Well, it, it actually, it took a while. Again, uh, it took a while for Daniel to register all of this because it, it, it was it was just uh, unreal at that time. So as we were. Uh, just contemplating on what just happened, I saw a black rubber square looking object with a three-fold rope in the middle of it. 
And it was actually lodged in my heart. And it had a chain on it that led to my head. And it was a metal wedge in the middle of my skull that separated the right part of my brain from the left. So Daniel prayed for the destruction of the wedge divider in my brain and the chain. Now, as he's praying, you can act, I can actually feel the dislodging of the wedge right in between my brain, literally. So the cord in the middle of the black object was burned as well. So however, uh, the black square object was still in my heart. Charles, my protector, which I mentioned uh, in the first episode, Charles is my uh, guardian angel, and he is my protector. He was given to me. So he mentioned that there were hidden iniquities that were roots at the bottom of the object. And so you could actually see these roots protruding out from this object. And, you know, it was like... the it was, they were black. They were actually black roots protruding out. So Daniel mentioned that those were untold iniquities that were entangling my heart. So Daniel stated that this coaching session was in progress to deal with the roots and the bloodline entanglements that had not been addressed, which there were many as we began to go deeper and deeper and deeper. So as we talked about the resistance uh, from the uh, Rothschild bloodline, we discovered that there were two of my parts. So we thought, we thought that there were parts. So I'm just going to leave it right there as, as I go along there. So we thought that there were two parts that were trapped in a translucent cage. So that's what I saw. I actually saw two parts trapped in a translucent cage of the Rothschild bloodline. So Daniel prays to free them. And once they were free, he gave them the blood of life and living water to eat and drink. So he also gave them robes of righteousness to cover their nakedness. And uh, come to find out, they were both uh, twin males. One was actually larger in size than the other. So the origin, they originally did not want to leave the cage. So Daniel prayed that they would have a revelation of Jesus. And when they received the light of the revelation of Jesus, they were happy to exit the cage. And that was something to behold, Daniel. <laughs> so as Casey is describing all this stuff, here's what you guys that are listening need to understand about uh, deliverance. It's oftentimes um, not as simple as, hey, demon, leave in Jesus' name, and the demon goes, and boom, you have succeeded in a successful deliverance ministry. Like, I mean, getting a demon to leave is the easiest part of this whole thing. Um, what's much harder is dealing with genetic bondages and uh, principalities and uh, some of the constructs that you will find anchored into a person because they anchor different parts of the body, literally, brain, heart, certain organs with 
like objects and devices that exist in the spirit realm, like ropes and uh, computer systems and different things. That they, it's but it's like a spiritual thing, and so deliverance sometimes requires that there's a disassembly of what has been assembled to put a person or keep a person in bondage and under manipulation. And so that's what Casey is kind of describing to you on the front end. Furthermore, uh, she's getting into a concept I call regions of captivity. Now, um, this requires a little bit of uh, deeper teaching to kind of fully flesh out, but suffice it to say, if you've heard me talking about what I call being in Christ, you know that I describe spirits as realms. Spirits are both persons and realms. Jesus is a spirit who is a realm that we are in, and we are a realm that Jesus enters into. So we are in him and he is in us. And based on that principle, we learn a lot of things about the spirit realm, such as death and Hades, who are also realms, will contain people who are in them. Um, upon death and sometimes not you know and and so there's actually regions um within us that 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 powers of darkness can go and put a cage or a bag or a vase or something and store humanity inside of it like a prison and so with this in mind uh we run into these kinds of things sometimes and it's uh i mean certainly disconcerting when you first learn that this kind of stuff can actually be done but what's much more encouraging is that jesus is right there ministering to whatever has been placed in bondage and whatever humanity is needing redemption it's amazing to know that you don't have to be weird all by yourself jesus will get right into weirdness with you and deliver people and set them free (laughs) so (laughs) that's exactly right daniel because this whole thing was weird to me at the very beginning so now, uh, the demons, we found out that there were actually two demons at work, and uh, they were preventing me from getting revelation um, that, uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, of course, you know, they would be working to do that. But the, these two demons had a big bowl, and they would put that big bowl on pockets of revelation in my heart in an attempt to stop the word of God to be, to be revealed to me, if you can imagine that. So uh, Daniel actually prayed and had those demons to go where the Lord Jesus would have them to go. And they were gone just like that. Now, in the realm of the spirit, you can actually see these things. It's, 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 your imagination is not playing tricks and games on you. This, this is for real, and you can actually see what's going on. So um, this uh, session actually ended for that point in time, and uh, we just discuss from the sessions what improved, because... You know, one thing that's very, very important is that when you go through the sessions with Daniel, you you need to monitor yourself to see what's improving, um, what has improved, or what needs more work. So in my particular case, the improvement of my memory recall and thinking these things through with ease and I just had more peace, those were three results, immediate results, 
that I experienced from the session, which was very, very good. So after the session, I asked Charles. Now, I, I'm not uh, really comfortable with Charles as of yet, but I got enough nerve to ask him a couple of things there after the session. And um, Charles at that time appeared to be at the age of 45 years old. And um, I wanted to ask him about the two male parts that were in that translucent cage because they, they didn't seem to interact with Charles. They didn't interact with me. They didn't interact with Daniel. It's like they stood there and, and said nothing. And so uh, Charles said, Charles gave me their names. Their names were standing straight and tall and back up. So, and a lot of the times when you have names for these different parts, they actually care, they actually describe their function. So standing straight and tall uh, was the larger part, and then backup was a smaller part. And straight and tall st stood in front while backup stands behind. So you could probably almost... <laughs> you probably can almost guess what they really were. Well, they were actually interjects. They're called interjects. So their function is to be a point of contact to receive the transmitted programs from programmers and to make sure that they are integrated into my soul to be carried out, believe it or not. So if the failure of this execution happened with straight and tall, then backup would make sure that these programs were executed. So these programs enforced the symptoms mentioned that, that are destroyed, like the retardation, out of sync, uh, late to appointments, failure at work. You know, sometimes when you are actually trying to live right or you're actually trying to do something that is right and you do the exact opposite that might be a sign of some type of programming it's not always but it might be a sign it says the parts uh, have no other function to perform uh, standing straight and tall and back up they had no other fun function to perform and uh, they were they were not really uh, ready to be integrated back into my core because they were really not a part of me. They're they interjects. So uh, there is something that I learned about them uh, when I asked Charles about their existence. And they didn't mention how they came into existence because I really wanted to know, well, how did they come into existence? Um Later on, however, I heard the year 1952. So I'm saying, well, wait a minute. I, I was born into the earth on February 1959. So how can my soul be fragmented before my birth into the earth? And then I wanted to know, I asked Daniel, well, where is it in the Bible that I can refer to this kind of occurrence? Daniel? <laughs> Right. So um, if you want to know what kind of questions I get asked, uh, <laughs> there you go. Daniel, how could I be shattered before I was born? Years before I was born. You know, uh, ah, 
Uh, well, <laughs> let's do a session and figure it out. Uh, this is real life for us. And, um, you know, the, the thing is, the big hint is that an interject is, is, is exactly that. It's, it's amazing when people learn that the things that are walking around inside of them may not necessarily be demons, yet it may be foreign to their humanity. And, and uh, we have seen all kinds of stuff being, being present in people uh, for different, from different sources. I, I mean, yeah, we deal with demons, but I, I have a whole list of stuff we've found, including mosaics, which is a funny thing. It's a demon covered in pieces of soul fragments belonging to a whole bunch of different people with the ability to interface with technology and nanotech. Uh, we've seen synthetics, which are purely digital um, creations that that have the ability to operate in, in the brain and the body almost like a demon would even though they're nothing but synthetic intelligence. We've run into, and I call those synthetics, um, we have run into parts of other humans. That, that's right. Pieces or soul fragments of people that are not the person I'm talking to floating around inside of them and having jobs to do inside of them. We've run into spirit children. Guys, um, spiritual warfare is not business as usual. If you haven't looked around lately, uh, we are not living in the same world that we were li- people were living in 300 years ago. Um, everything's gone, gotten a little bit more intense. And so here we are dealing with interjects, and it's a real thing. So we did. We, we, um, we went into session and worked to figure it out. Yes. And uh, the idea about the interjects made sense to me because standing tall and back up, uh, they they did not react or they did not interact with us at all. It's it's like they just stood there because they had their mission. They had no more mission to do. So I I also learned that these parts can act out children's songs and childhood nur- childhood nursery rhymes at appointed times. So um, I didn't think too much about the nursery rhymes, but later on I learned that most of the nursery rhymes, especially in my age group, are embedded with sorcery, like London Bridges, London Bridge, uh, London, the London Bridge is falling down. Miss Mary Black, um, a whole bunch of the nursery rhymes in our our time uh, are actually embedded with sorcery, and they're also time stamped to be carried out by somebody in the future. So uh, we dealt with uh, standing tall and back up. Uh, Daniel gave them bread of life and living water again and then Daniel just sent them on their way to where the Lord Jesus would have them to go it was time for them to go so um, we uh, we discussed nursery rhymes like London Bridge Miss Mary Black and some of the others 
And I told Daniel that I was not sure about the programming of the nursery rhyme programs until I heard the men and women singing that morning and they were all out of tune and they were singing children's songs as I was waking up. So I mentioned to Daniel that I wanted to deal with the adverse symptoms of pain around my left heart when I pray in the spirit and when I read the Bible and witness the people. Now, this is outside of the programming of the nursery rhymes. This was, this was like an, an added symptom that I was ex experiencing. So Daniel actually saw fish hooks in my heart. So he led uh, me in prayer to renounce the fish hooks and their effects. So Daniel identified, now this is another computer, and we, we're, we're talking in this time and in, in this season in our lives, technology is actually being used like it's never been used before to try to keep people captive, captive uh, bound, chained, programmed to do whatever uh, programs that they want to do. I mean, they are going to no limits to use technology these days. So now we're dealing with another computer that was placed in me with a backup system to reinforce the old programming that was deactivated. This is another thing too. In my age group, in, in this, I'm talking about the 50s, 1950-somethings, people out there. Uh, these programs, especially through the nursery rhymes, and especially through the television programs like The Wizard of Oz, and some of those other TV shows, Bewitched and I Dream a Genie, I Can Go On, Dark Shadows, all of those TV programs were intentional and they were created and designed to be programmed inside of you to carry out some sort of plan in the future, especially right now. I just want to let you know that. This computer, uh, this computer that was identified by Daniel had booby traps, had bombs, had alarm systems, had trip wires, the whole nine yards. So Daniel goes into war prayer while two angels appeared and they dismantled the computer and they took the programming part with them while destroying the computer. Now, this computer was like an old, large computer frame that was embedded on the left side of my heart. So when the computer was dismantled and it was gone, the only thing that was left was a metal plate that stood on, uh, that the computer stood on, and it was infused literally into the tissue of the left side of my heart with a grounding probe, with a grounding prod, rather. Uh, both were removed and then the healing bomb was applied to the place in my heart that was burned by the metal plate if you can imagine that even my husband mentioned uh, that he saw a pole that had hooks extending from the pole <laughs> go ahead Casey 
Okay. And so to it, it it's really it's really fascinating. Uh so uh to um back it up a little, the foundation was also overlaid with a spider's web with lots of nodes in it that looked like power grids. And uh there were many of them that were clustered together. And they look like a huge black power plant at night. As a matter of fact, there are many black power plants when the lights were on. So Daniel prayed to deactivate the grids and to dissolve the spider's well. So Daniel prayed and the funnels, uh, he prayed and the funnels of the power power grids actually disappeared. So now let's, let's, let's take a look at the same. You have a spider web looking thing and you have these funnels and you have these different grids that connect to each other and they're funnels. So these funnels actually provide the power source and also they are portals that demons can come in and out from different timelines through these funnels in this power grid into my system. So Charles, my protector, he was so happy about this. Charles, my protector, claps his hands and he starts to applaud Daniel for actually dismantling this whole this whole <laughs> spider's web mess. And uh, it, it was funny. So Daniel spoke redemption. And, uh, and then this is the kind of warfare that Daniel talks about in most of his podcasts all of the time, but now I get to experience it for myself. So, okay, this this is re- this is really real here. So, you know, the, the, dealing with this kind of level of bondage actually takes some intelligence and uh, preparation. Um, if you just go in blind and arrogant and um, ignorant, uh, like some people might, and just begin to rebuke everything in the name of Jesus, I rebuke it, I rebuke it, I rebuke it, I rebuke it, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, truly you're only going to become frustrated because that approach to spiritual warfare does not work when you're dealing with highly complex constructs. As a matter of fact, the devil loves ignorant Christians that take what we're talking about and try to make it seem like we're the crazy ones while they exalt an approach to spiritual warfare that is entirely ineffective. As a matter of fact, they hope that people do not catch up to the reality of what we're talking about so that they can keep people in bondage through ignorance, right? Because Truly, the power of Jesus to set people free is always there. What we are not in alignment with is how it's applied. <laughs> Jesus has all the power he needs. <laughs> he has all the victory he needs. He, he finished the work. We don't always know how to apply it. And um, so when you come up with a, against a construct like this, many times it requires some specificity in how a prayer is executed. Um, there are legalities of the spirit realm and mechanics that need to be honored. 
Every mechanic of the spirit realm is something that God actually set in place, established, and abides by. And the devil works to create loopholes and try to cheat the system and the mechanics of what God has established. And if you're going to go into spiritual warfare thinking that you are going to override the mechanics in the name of Jesus, that even God honors because he put them in place, you're going to find nothing but frustration. So effective spiritual warfare is often best done from the position of <laughs> honoring the legalities of what God has done and exalting his word. <laughs> and so when I go into warfare, I exalt the word of God. And what I do is I apply the word of God to the constructs, to the um, actual uh, elements of what I'm coming up against. And, um, you know, I, I can't sit here and teach every kind of strategy or revelation I use when I go in because this took me, you know, years and years and years of time with the Lord and a frontline work to, you know, um, become proficient at. But this is w where it ends up. And, and you know what? It's clean and it was it was pretty clean and quick. As a matter of fact, at the end of it, you know, the angels applauding because it's like, oh, praise God. You know, this, this could have been a big mess, but instead it, it was actually done uh, it, with an effective application of the finished work of Jesus Christ. You know, praise God for that. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling you guys, like, this is where spiritual warfare is going. You want to get free, you know, we have to begin to trust the Lord to help us to see what's actually going on in the spirit realm. We need to begin to learn how his word applies to these mechanics that the enemy is trying to pirate and, and use to create loopholes. And, and engage with the power of Jesus Christ rightly applied. And um, yeah, I'll tell you what, it, it, well, it works when you do it. Absolutely. Uh, Daniel just prays the word. That's all. He wars with the word and he has learned how to wield the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, quite Effectively, it's very effectively. So, then um, uh, Charles, my protector, mentioned that the programs were directed to my age group. And earlier, I mentioned that about our age group and the kind of programs that were actually directed to our age group. Uh, Charles, protector, my protector, also said that the purpose of my age group, in particular. <coughs> It, it uh, was to usher in the new world order before its time to cause chaos and to enforce martial law, believe it or not. Charles said that some people in my age group are actually committing suicide because they know that they're not supposed to be creating chaos. So I just want to pause right here and speak to my age group. 50-somethings and the 60-somethings, you are not created to create chaos. If you're some of the protesters out there, I would encourage you to stop it because God did not create you for Satan's work. And some of these things are caused by programs that were placed in you and you didn't know it. And if you need help, I would encourage you to go to Daniel's website and submit a prayer request and see, uh, and then you can go from there. 
Daniel's even partnered with some other professionals who also do the DID coaching as well. And you can utilize their resources as well. And don't think that your mind's making up these things because actually what you're going through is real. So I, uh, I told Daniel that the programmers told lies to me. Then I'll never get out. They were my God. I'm a part of their program to bring in a new order, which, you know, all three are lies, lies, lies. So I told Daniel, uh, now this is in, as we started our coaching session, I really thought that we were just going to cover one issue and that's it. But the more we started into our coaching sessions, the more things were revealed. I mean, it's, it, I got to the point like, oh, is this going to be another revelation about something else? I mean, another one and another one and another. And it was. So here's a new revelation. I told Daniel uh, about the vampire spirit that is also tied to the new world order. So Daniel dealt with the foundation of the vampire spirit by praying the hammer of God's justice to smash it. Now, uh, God is proclaimed as the rock of our foundation. So Daniel prayed for the residual to be washed away. So with this one, Daniel didn't use his prayers. He simply smashed this vampire spirit foundation by the hammer of God. And then he washed all residuals away. And he usually does that by the river of life. So Daniel prayed that the son of righteousness would arise with healing in his wings. And as he was praying this, I saw some sunbeams shining on my heart, literally. And my heart was now fleshy. It was alive. It was no longer dead. So uh, my husband discussed, just briefly discussed, the source of confusion and mind problems and pain in the right side of his head when he was around me sometimes. And Daniel discussed the scientific reasons for the brain and heart uh, emanations, which is very, very fascinating, something that Daniel can talk to us briefly about. And um, both are literal forces that emanate energy fields out and around us. So when people actually come into our our realms, and all of us have realms, they can actually feel the emanations and the pulsations that are actually coming both from our brains and our hearts. So um, hmm. that was that. Now, that also explained why my husband would feel these things. Now, this is a combination of all of these programs that's going on uh, in my brain and in my heart. And so they're actually emanating out in my realm, of course. And, you know, folks, the uh, complexity of human design is is, is incredible. Um, Also, the ruthlessness of the enemy 
is notable. Uh, you know, if God creates it, the enemy will try to hack it <laughs> to the you know nth degree, whatever level he can get to. That's his goal. And um, we are created a three-part being. The, the Bible says in First Thessalonians five twenty-three, "May the God of all peace sanctify you wholly. I pray your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ." And as a three-part being, we have three parts, but we are one human, one human person. And so the body, the soul, and the spirit are all interfaced, which means that what affects the body will affect the soul, and to a degree, the spirit. Likewise, what affects the spirit will affect the soul, and to the degree of uh, the body. And all three components of our design are networked and wired together. And so what's going on on one level can be pushed out on another level. And, you know, this is, um, this is part of the challenge of working with very high-level bondage is that you are working on three levels. You're working on a physical level because there are things in the body manifesting at times. Um, some people have various diseases, uh, constant migraines, heart problems. Um, they're in, you know, whatever kind of, you know, state their depression has left them in, physically debilitated. Sometimes um, they have autoimmune disorders. There's all kinds of things in the body, but they're pointing to deeper issues, you know. And um, then there's all the things that people go through in their mind, will, and emotions. And then there's the spirit side of things. So we can't even break into all this stuff right now. But, you know, it, it, truly every level of a person has to be considered when trying to assess why things play out in their lives the way they do. And, you know, one of the things that uh, Casey and her husband had reported was that, you know, there, there was a certain kind of effect that, you know, Casey would have on her husband by maintaining a certain proximity over an extended period of time. And what we're learning is that th th with all of these constructs anchored into her person in the spirit, but interfacing with physical components of her body, her brain, her heart, whatever, um, there is a manifestation of that, that that can be felt and experienced in those around her. And I also said, you know, when it comes to the brain and the heart, it's a very interesting phenomena that's been scientifically observed that the uh, brain puts out a frequency and, and a wave. It, 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 it basically extends from the physical brain about a foot off of the body and it's just like a, a, a little region of activity um, that's you know just it's a field it's a field and uh, the, the the interesting thing is that you know you would think the brain has a very large field it does not the heart on the other hand has a field that it projects that can extend from the body feet Feet from the body, um, seven, eight feet, maybe. And so it's very fascinating because if you read the Bible and learn, you know, the kingdom of God 
is within our hearts and surrounding us, like Jesus said, you know, what we're looking at is that a, uh, a realm that God has designed to interface with our heart will actually create or release through a field that's been projecting, being projected from our very physical body, establishing an atmosphere or environment around us. But the kingdom of God is not the only thing capable of establishing an environment around us. Constructs in demonic uh, realms or counterfeits can do the same thing as well. And, you know, if you've ever been around a person and you know, like every time you get around this person, everyone just gets upset or this person always creates strife or this person always creates joy and happiness. You, you can see that people are generating a different atmosphere around them. We don't even think about what the mechanics are behind this thing. There are real mechanics that are pulling on what's actually taking root in our hearts, which is a Bible's, why the Bible says, you know, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. You know, I mean, these revelations go so deep, so far, so vast. And the funny thing is, as wild as the things are that we talk about, it all goes back to the Bible and actually grounds out in actual scripture verses. And, 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 and when we begin to get that, uh, we begin to plug into what God really has for his body, which is accelerated healing and freedom in him. And so, you know, Casey, I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being um, so gracious with your time and also brave to come on my program and talk about the things the Lord has done. Well, thank you so much, Daniel. It's time to publish what the Lord is actually doing in my life. And uh, this is very, very wonderful, um, especially with my age group that uh, we we think that this stuff is uh, make-believe, fairy tale, la-la land, etc. It's really not. It's real. And uh, I know that many of us in my age group need deliverance. <laughs> and so, folks, with that said, look, um, I just want to say God bless you all. God bless you, Casey. And you have been listening to Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed. Discovering the Truth with Dan Duvall is the premier radio program designed to center you on the kingdom of God, to equip you with faith in Jesus Christ, and to unveil the truth behind the lies. This program has been a production of Bride Ministries. You can find us at www.bridemovement.com At our website, you can contact us, access resources, and support us with donations. We need partners in order to continue to produce our vision, which is to promote unity in the body of Christ worldwide and assist in the creation and development of sheep nations. Partner with us and be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Until next time, God bless and Godspeed.